Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Yeah, a lot of therapy. A lot of, a lot of Vikings therapy happening on Purple Daily. Ventline last night, the live stream this morning with the hot, hottest Vikings takes. And uh, this bonus episode here where we, gentlemen, have finally tracked him down. You know where he went. Randy in Cottage Grove, the most passionate Vikings fan we know, Randy Vikes 69 on Twitter or X. And we've had legions of people wondering, where are the stables? The Vikings are winning all these games. People want the stud stables. And, of course, the minute you come back, they lose a Monday night game against Chicago. So uh, how are you? Where have you been? Well, uh, first of all, I'll take some of the blame uh, for that loss because – you know, the pastor, not as they, as we call him, uh, he, he didn't get, because of what I was involved with, I didn't get a chance to put him uh, in any of the studs tables and which, you know, as we know, can be very motivating. Because of yeah. what, yeah, I, do I, I shudder to ask what you were like, well, I, you know, involved I had an in? The, the reason I'm try, trying to get my good, uh, good name back and uh, get off sort of so what they call like the HR uh, uh, blacklists. Some of these places, as I had, I did have a workplace uh, incident a few years ago with uh, uh, someone at my old place of employment who uh, is a fan of the Green Bay Packers. And oh, um, okay, yeah, remember that. I, I it involved a beverage and something that I I did to the beverage, and and it's it finally went through a civil, as they call it, civil matter. And the, the way I'm going to clear my name, get my good name back, was they said I had to do community service and I, I did that for the last uh, several weeks all, all day every day it's not easy wow you know what are you are you employed again now by the way then after that no 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 i i just settled the mat the matter uh and my hope is that if and if and when i i have the good fortune to be have some references called that uh, they'll maybe just tell uh, stick to the good stuff well, everyone deserves a second chance, you know, and so we're we're glad What's that you're 
on the path to maybe I'm get not, in there. Yeah, I, second, I, third, I, fourth, I fourth, fourth chance, fourth chance. chance. Yeah, I make no apology for, for what I did. I just had to make amends through the legal system. And that's the way. But, you know, he still ran his mouth and he got what he deserved. That doesn't sound like you've learned your lesson necessarily, Randy. I'm, yeah. I did. I paid. I, I did the. I did the crime, as they say, Jeff. And I. I know. I, I did the time. And and right. I, I'd like. I like a. I like a second chance. And and maybe I'll. I'll ask them some questions next time. How many Packer fans work there? How, how much? Lift do they, sounds like you should absolutely ask that question. Yeah. Yeah. Much, it doesn't sound like you've learned at all. But that's okay. I mean, you can't just go, you can't just get physical with every rival football fan that works in your office. Okay. I mean, I, I don't, I feel like get, it's an unsustainable way to operate. I didn't get physical. I, I enhanced his beverage. I remember this. Yeah. I don't need to hear any more. Thanks, Randy. <laughs> so, well, see, it feels like it's all temporarily behind us. So we're, we're happy for you. We're glad that you're, you're back here. And hopefully, uh, just like that loss, put it behind us. That's going to be a tough one, I think, to put behind. It's it's a, it's a well-timed bye week in some ways, but you also have to sit on that for like two weeks if you're the Vikings. This stable this is loaded. It's, it's no room in the inn, as they say, for this stable. Okay. <laughs> wow. It's Christmas. It's almost Christmas. Perfect well, reference. Fire, fire, fire it up. I, sure. I'm ready to go. I bet. Let's fire it up. So, uh, by, by the way, this, this Randy and Cottage Grove stud uh, dud stable, I should say. It's a dud stable because they lost is presented by our friends at Summit Orthopedics. If you're dealing with any type of pain, emotional pain, probably not uh, if you're a a sad fan this morning, but physical pain, back, neck, ankle, shoulders, you name it. Summit Orthopedics is here. No referrals are needed. They offer same-day appointments. If you're really hurting, they also offer walk-in orthopedic urgent care seven days a week from 8 a.m. until 8 p.m. 25 locations in the Twin Cities and greater Minnesota. Learn more at summitortho.com. That's summitortho.com. Take it away, Randy Vikes 69. All right. Thank you. Uh, Again, I'm sorry, fans, that I was not able to do the uh, stud stables when Josh Dobbs would have been in a couple of them. Uh, In in this case, uh, now now it's just dud stables, and and, and that's two in a row now. We'll just stick to this game uh, as I come back from the thermos incident. Uh, So first off, We'd like to uh, start out uh, with a, a guy who a lot of people said, said this year he's going to be great. He's going to be just fine. We're not going to miss a beat with Delvin Cook gone. Uh, hello. This guy's an absolute bust. Scooting around back behind the line of scrimmage, trying to run away from tackles the, the opposite direction and getting dropped for losses. Alexander Madison, as far as I'm concerned, you can tear Tear up the rest of that contract, and, and, and we'll fight it out wow. in court because you're a dud. I mean, he <laughs> did have his first 20-yard gain in two years last night. Next up. Okay. Very litigious, Randy. Uh, here. Excuse me? Oh, nothing. Go ahead. Sorry, here's, 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 here's a guy who a lot of people said he's going to take a big, big step up this year. He, he look, look out. He could be a, what they call a WR2, wide receiver 2. Haven't seen a whole hell of a lot of this. KJ Osborne, a couple of couple of catches last night, but uh, you know it just he doesn't do doesn't do much for me. He, he's a guy who when JJ is back, I'm starting to put Osborne down number number four, maybe even behind uh, that little scat back uh, Powell. So, so yeah. KJ Osborne, you're a dud. Uh, yeah, yeah so somebody it. came on Ventline last night and said, you know, where's KJ? Why, why can't KJ get more involved? I don't. Know, I don't he's their fourth Jordan best Addison. receiver. Jordan Addison. A lot of people say, well, you know, he, he had a nice game, caught a few passes. He also he has the butterfingers. 
you know, a pastor not put one right on, right as they say, right in his mitts, right on him. And, and I heard the, the, the Aikman say, oh, they threw it too hard. That's because, you know why that is, Todd? Because you couldn't throw it that hard when you played. You had a noodle oh, arm. Wow, you had a you, you had what they call a noodle arm, Aikman, and and you're jealous that Pastor Not can zing it in there with a lot of mustard. And Jordan Addison, this is the pros now. You you got to you got to hang on to that ball, and the whole game might change. Instead, it's tipped for a for a pick. You know, some of those picks weren't on weren't on Josh Dobbs. They, they just weren't. They, 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 a- Aikman he, Aikman being jealous is an angle that I had not thought of when he said he's that. Got a, he's that's... got a noodle. Everyone knew he had Todd a noodle. Aikman. And and uh, here's another guy you want to talk about quarterback play. Here's a guy who, who's who's asked probably could be out there. He just decided to go with uh, with the first what they call first opinion from a medical uh, standpoint. Oh my! And then that's Kirk Cousins. Kirk, <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, when you excuse me, when you step up in in the pocket and you feel something go pop, I, I get it. That happened to me in bowling. It happened to right. me with both Achilles on the same. And the, what? Trying to pick up the spare. Did you fall on your face? No, I, it, it was a little oily on the lanes and. They they had, they were freshly oiled and the pattern was an illegal pattern by the way and that's why I don't I I, I no longer bowl at uh, Sunray. Oh, I but, love Sunray uh, Lanes. Oh, I grew up name, at Sunray Lanes. Name them. I grew up at Sunray Lanes. Judd here for Sunray. I love Sunray. We love Lanes. Sunray. Sunray. We're big fans. You blew both Achilles at the same time. This is several bowling? years ago. For, this is several years ago. For all I know, they got a new wax man now, but. But he 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 he, he hosed me. It was it, the pattern was not a not a sanctioned pattern, and this was in a tournament. And I and the, but the, you're getting me off track. Point is, I blew off both ACLs, and 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 I had a guy, a doctor, tell me, Randy, you need surgery. You know what I did? I didn't do it. I I, I went to a, what they call a second opinion. My my buddy Steve, and Steve said, you don't need you don't need to have this surgery. Steve, a doctor, you, you can I. Uh, what his son is a physical therapist, and he said you can ice it, you can ice it, you can I, you can do re- what they call rest and relaxation. And I was bowling two weeks later. Two weeks later, I was bowling, no surgery. So Kirk, you know, just, you made him. You already made your deal with the devil now, and then going under the what they call the knife. But now you can't come back. Now you can't help this team, and it all falls on the on the shoulders of the pastor, not and KOC. So Kirk, you're a dud. And finally. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Josh Dobbs a free pass and jump straight to the guy who's put putting him in these tough spots and that's KOC. Mm. You know, before the game, a lot of people wanted to say all snug about how he's such a was such a smart coach. He can get ever so much out of all these players. How come he didn't run scramble Dobbs out a little bit last night? Huh? How come he didn't mm. be a little more shotgun, a little more, little more, you know, full empty backfield? Let him let him improvise. He's got the legs. You know, you're running the ball into the back of the asses of the O line. Like Zimmer's back again, you know. KOC, you get in when the lights are bright. You got a little bit. You got a little bit of that trickle, a little bit of that running down your leg, and it's time to time to buck up. KOC, you had the, you could have been the toast of the league last night. Hot, could have said one of the hottest teams in the NFC. Instead, you're at home, you're licking your wounds, and you got a whole bye week to look in the mirror and think about what you see. Because what I see is a dud. And is he gone? Is he gone? He just he's gone. He's gone. Okay. You like that? You like that? I buy it. Sunray. I grew up at. I know the exact bowling alley he's talking about yeah. on the east side. Is that of like ninety four? Ninety four yeah. McKnight. I past St. Paul. Right. I grew up a mile, mile and a half from that bowling alley. I have had birthday parties at that bowling alley. I have been an adult at that bowling. I love that bowling. Unnecessary drive by. I've been an adult at that. I've been an adult. 
been a kid, teenager. I've it's, had beer there. Come on. It's it's no park tavern, but I mean it's, it's no good. park tavern. It's no park no. tavern. No. In in fact, uh we will talk about park tavern, but I just I just want to just rewind there for a second. So is he he put Kirk Cousins in the dud stable for last yep. night's game for not seeking a second opinion? And for not playing through because, because he played through two torn Achilles. Because he Both. he has a buddy, Steve, whose son was a physical therapist who told him you can just put some ice on it and it'll get yes. better. Right? That's a, just, uh, just yes. to clarify his stance. There. Yes, that's exactly what he said. That's a great Curb Your Enthusiasm episode from a couple seasons ago. I don't know if you guys remember that, but the the kid who's son of a of a of a dermatologist and Larry's trying to yes. figure out uh, yes. what he can do. And he says, well, are you a doctor? No, but my dad's a doctor. Like, well, you're not the you're not the doctor. Oh, it's a great episode. <laughs> it made, me, made me think of it immediately when he said that. Can we confirm? Did Kirk seek a second opinion? Or did he just go with the first opinion? I, I'm just asking a question. I'm well, just asking a question. Did he talk to Aaron Rodgers' guy? Here's my fear. It appears that now that Randy's legal trouble troubles with a thermos are behind him, that he's gotten a little bit haughty again. I'm worried he's going to get in more trouble. He was pretty aggressive there. Yeah, generally when you go through a three-year saga like he has described and you at the end of it say, I have no regrets, I need to start asking how many Packer fans work in the buildings that I'm going to be working at. Well, and if you recall, I won't bring it up, but if you recall, he did describe at the time the thermos incident in detail, and he deserved what he got. Yeah, I I do remember, yeah. Dig that up on a previous episode yeah, from a couple of years not, ago. I don't prefer not to think of it now. If you want to go bowling with sanctioned patterns on the lanes in a yep. place where you probably won't yes. tear any ligaments, okay? Probably. I don't want to guarantee anything. Park Tavern seems like the place. Absolutely right. Park Tavern, the official sports uh, bar of sports. Dad, located off Louisiana Avenue South in St. Louis Park. There's the bowling alley if you're watching this right now. But, I mean, they've got two bars. They've got – it's absolutely the place to, to get a group together and uh, and gather. And I'm not talking a small group. I'm talking a big group to watch you, the game, to watch your favorite teams. Park Tavern has something for everyone. Absolutely fantastic. In, in fact, I went there on Sunday, got a burger. Delicious. Oh, couple of surlies delicious perfect way to spend a sunday afternoon and right now also if you want to get a gift card it's the perfect holiday gift you know you want to get something fast efficient easy the park tavern gift card buy a 100 dollars gift card and get a 25 dollars gift card for free available now again at park tavern go to their site parktavern.net to get all of their deals hours what they have parktavern.net park tavern again louisiana avenue south st louis park it's an easy drive plenty of parking great place to go also before judd excuse me i'm getting choked up here thinking about park tavern okay uh, before judd guesses the pff grades let's uh, shout out our friends at nutrisor so when maya mackie hears the magic word f-o-o-d she perks up like it is christmas morning she loves eating the same thing for every meal. That's how good Nutrisource is. Nutrisource chicken and rice. Nutrisource, the official pet and dog food of Purple Daily. Stella, 7 o'clock this morning. I said, Stella, Pop Pop was up late last night for the football game. Stella said, I don't care. I want my Nutrisource right now, and I want you to get up and give me breakfast. And I said, absolutely. Then she goes outside, comes in, eats, and she is a happy girl. Oh, but. 
that the boy Vinster. right there. The Vinster is so cute. Yeah, the Vinster does the same thing. He does this little paw stomping thing. I don't have it for the YouTube channel, yep. but that that's his yeah. new thing, the paw stomp. Maya, Maya little, does that, too. The little yeah. two-step, little like, hey, yep. come on, come on, let's go. I'll stand right <laughs> in front of this Does he try to, door. like, jerk you in the direct, like, you know, like with his body, like, we're go- hey, we're going to go this way? I no, get that from he, Maya. He sometimes. literally just does the two-step, and he'll keep doing it, and then he'll let out a little... Little little whimper, little cry, like let's go. Like, can we do yeah. the thing that yeah. I want, not the thing that you always yeah. want, Dad? Yeah, it's about I me. Feel like, I just feel like Maya when she gets really upset. Like, hey, it's time. Hey, come on. I feel like she's calling me names in her head. You know, come on, fat boy, give me a scoop of food. That Nutrisource. <laughs> oh, they do. NutrisourcePetFoods.com. NutrisourcePetFoods.com. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Judd, it's time for you to guess the PFF grades. We put Judd's historical knowledge and eye test of watching hundreds of Vikings games in his life up against PFF's grading system. Just came out earlier this morning. Let's start with let's start with the offense. Yeah, putrid offensive performance. Let's start at the bottom, okay? So you get you're looking to guess the three worst and three best graded Vikings players. You get oh, so God. six total to guess. You get three total strikes. And we're going to draw the line at 20 snaps or more okay. to qualify here. So Johnny Munt, for instance, only played seven. He doesn't count. Ty Chandler only played 18 snaps in that game. Only a couple carries. He doesn't count. How many carries did, did Ty get last night? I think it was two. Oh my Pretty sure God. it was two for nine, right? No, two, four, for, two for seven. Four, four for eight. Four for eight. Four for eight. All right, let's start at the bottom. With the worst performances, because I think I've got a fighting chance there. Um, obviously, Josh Dobbs has to be. He should be the worst. Only the third worst Vikings oh player on God. offense. It was his worst game, I believe. Uh, 54.2 grade out of 100. Probably his worst as a Viking. If coaches were included, which perhaps they should be. Kevin O'Connell would also be bottom three. You know, the they last, made an exception here this included. week. Yeah, Kevin O'Connell is the second worst graded <laughs> yeah. player. No. Yep. All right. just snuck him in there. Um, I'm going to – so I don't think the offensive line had a very good game. Um, and I'm going to go with a guy who I think has sort of been a consistent weak link. PFF doesn't love him. Dalton Reisner. Dalton Reisner was the worst graded player for the Vikings offensively in this game. He was oh uh, his run blocking grade was forty out of a hundred, which is not good. He has uh, he's consistently, I feel like, been in that bottom three since he started since he began starting. Yeah, he's just All kind right. of a, he's just kind of a guy. He's not yeah. as good as Ezra Cleveland. Yep, who threw? I, I saw got downfield and threw a key block for the Jaguars on Sunday. Um, all right, so I need one more offensive player in the bottom three. Oh boy. There's so many choices. So many just great choices. I'm you know what? I'm gonna use another guess on an offensive lineman. Ed Ingram. Incorrect. Okay. What's one strike? Hmm. 
All right. You know, this guy got beat a few times. Brian O'Neill. So Brian O'Neill gave up six pressures in this game. One yeah, of his yeah. worst games of the season, but he did not fall into the bottom what? three because they loved his run blocking. Train wreck pass blocking performance, but they loved I, his run blocking, so it kind of balanced out. Am I barking up the right tree here? Like in terms of... Like I'm I mean, going lineman? Am I barking up the right... Like in, no, like, no. Okay. Okay. Usually we don't give hints, but since you only have I know, one I know, strike but left I, yeah, here. I have, I have one strike left here, and there was just such an overall... Pathetic performance. Um, Jordan Addison. There you go. Now you're back on track. Yeah, I mean, he had the key drop that turned into an interception, and then he had the out, couldn't out keep his feet in bounds thing. Right. So Which he was a 52.7 grade. And yeah. run blocking, 35 out of 100 for him. Which is terrible. He didn't really show up for this game, did he? All right. So that's kind the of a zombie, three. man. And then, like, dude, okay. Unless he knew that that ball hit the turf, once you get up and kind of be demonstrative, he. I'm going to poke at Jordan Addison for a second. Does that dude ever show emotion outside of driving like 140 miles an hour at three o'clock in the morning? Doesn't he seem a little just kind of. I think he's pretty flat line. Pretty flat line? I think that's his personality. Okay. I'm not saying it's usable. I'm just saying I think it's his personality. It's fine. Just, you know, just catch that pass. You'd be flat line. Just, you know, just catch All that right. pass. All right. Now you need a top three. Yep. Alexander Madison. He was the second highest graded player. 69.3 out of 100. TJ Hawkinson. Look at this comeback. Wow. Look at this. Third highest graded player. 67.2. So that's right. The two of the three highest graded players were still below a 70 out of 100 grade. Only one player on offense above a 70. Yep. So you got one strike left. We're looking for the last player on the board. Who was the highest graded right. Vikings player? I'm going I'm going with a PFF darling. So this is just a Hail Mary pass, but I feel like I have figured him out. Josh Oliver. Good logic, but oh. it did not go well for Josh Oliver last night either. Uh, a 61.6 grade. Garrett Bradbury was the highest graded offensive player for the Vikings in this one. Honestly, wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah. He's been kind of, I feel like he's definitely better than he was a couple years ago, but kind of in general, we haven't noticed him as much maybe, which is a good thing compared Mm -hmm. to a couple years ago. No, I'm solid. Some other, let me just poke around the offense here before we get to your defensive grades on the passing front. Josh Dobbs was pressured on 44% of his dropbacks. Offensive line was responsible for some of that. Some of it's just like his timing. He's just he's not getting the ball out on schedule, as they would say. Right. Or maybe he's bailing on a clean pocket because he doesn't see something, and, and now he's running himself into pressure. When he was under pressure, it was bad. He was 8 for 14 for only 84 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions when pressured, a 26.7 grade out of 100 when pressured. When clean, 84 out of 100 grade. So obviously, you know, if he can avoid pressuring himself by running out of, you know, sometimes he sees ghosts and just kind of like runs himself into pressure. Yeah. And the offensive line obviously can do a better job too, so... 
Um, on the offensive line front, it was just kind of a hodgepodge yeah. of pressure. Let's see here. Where's the offensive line? Blocking stats. Okay, Brian so O'Neal, tough game you said six. Yeah, six pressures allowed for Brian O'Neill, four for Ed Ingram, and then Alexander Madison gave up a sack and two pressures in pass protection. Josh Oliver gave up two hits in pass protection in heavier personal. And then Dalton Reisner, a couple, Bradbury, a couple, Darisaw gave up two hits. One, was one of them, uh, I feel like Darisaw got beat on a key play in that game. It was not a great O'Neal was going against Sweat quite a bit, mm-hmm. and he is a nice addition. He's going to cause some problems. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Let's go to the defensive side of the ball here. So, again, okay. same thing, three best, three worst, and you're going to get – Three strikes total here. All right. We're going to draw the line at... Uh, the, God, there's so many... Let's go 30 snaps for this one, because there's just a lot of kind of hodgepodgey. Like like Patrick Jones the second played 28. There's enough guys that played at least 30 snaps. We're going to draw the line at 30 snaps or more here. 30? Okay. All right. Um, let's start at the top here, because obviously Brian Flores' defense played pretty damn well. Daniil Hunter in the top three. He was the second highest graded player for the Vikings on defense. 77.4 grade out of 100. Seven pressures, two sacks, four hurries, nice. six tackles, including five stop tackles in this game. Pay the Woo. man. Pay the man. Pay that his man money. his money. All right. Ivan Pace, top three. Ivan Pace, not in the top three. All right. Strike okay. one. Okay. All right. I withhold Josh. details in case these guys fall into like the other category. So you know, if no, it's no, not, I, if you're not correct, I'll, I'll I'll tell you later where the other guys. I are. hear you. I hear you. It's all part of the game. Josh Metellus, top three. With a bad beat, he was fourth, the fourth highest graded defensive player. Oops, sorry. Nope. Oh, no. And then you get oh, you son yeah. of a. He had three pressures, a sack, a couple of hurries, seven tackles, five stop tackles. So a stop tackle, by the way, because we do use that phrase in this segment, is defined as uh, a tackle that constitutes a failure for the offense. So like a successful play for the offense is 50% of the yards to go on first down. I believe it's 40% of the yards to go on second down or 60, and then all of the yards to go on third down. So if if you tackle a guy on third down before the sticks, it's a stop tackle. If you tackle a guy on first down and it's not at least 50% of the yard, so if it's first and 10 and you know ball carrier runs for three yards, you tackle him, that's a stop tackle. It's a successful play for the defense. But if he runs for eight, then, it's, I tackle him? Then, it's, then it's just a tackle. Yep. All right, so I'm down to one strike, right? Uh, yes, that is correct. Okay, all right, okay. Long road here for you. You know what? I feel like I saw this guy flash last night. He... Seems to traditionally play well against the monsters of the midway. DJ Wanham, top three. Come on, DJ Wanham. DJ Wanham is not in the top three. You did see him flash, though. He was. Tell me it's not buying him because he he was going to be my other guess. I think so. I think what uh, Bynum was number one. He was the highest graded player. Son of a. Yeah. He's had a really good season. We'll go. Uh, let's let's circle back on like Wanham because you might look at this and say, "Holy crap! The Vikings had 
31 pressures in this game defensively. Yeah. They, they did have a good game defensively, mm-hmm. but some of these performances were graded differently than you would think. So Cam Bynum, number one, Daniil Hunter, number two, Makai Blackman bounced back, had a nice game as the third highest graded player. Yep. He was only targeted one time in coverage, which is good. And then the, the three worst players that played at least 30 snaps in this game were Ivan Pace Jr., Harrison Smith, and Jonathan Bullard, the defensive lineman. Really? Yeah. Ivan Pace was really bad in the run defense game. He had the one sack, so you saw him flash on the sack. Yeah. But he was just kind of wrong place, wrong time on some plays. So right. here's what I find interesting. Like, DJ Wanham was kind of given a meh grade, a 60 out of 100. But he had the six pressures, the six hurries. He batted two balls down. But I think what happens is if Justin Fields spazzes out and, like, leaves the pocket and it turns into a pressure, it wasn't that you generated a pressure. It was that he kind of, like, walked into the pressure, you know? Like, if Fields rolls out and Wanham is there on the edge and it turns into a pressure, it's less credit to Wanham. That's my deduction here. And same for, like, Patrick Jones We had a really bad grade. He had five pressures in this game. So I think not all pressures are equal. If a pocket passer drops back and you beat the left tackle off the edge and you fluster that quarterback, that's a that's a credit to you. That's a pressure. If Fields uses his legs to roll out and all of a sudden now he's extending the play and you're running after him and you get close, that's more Fields not throwing the football in a timely manner, right? So The one knockdown that... Wanham had on fields he knocked it down it was a nice play but I think he realized quickly he could have caught it and walked into the end zone yeah if, if you recall that one he reached up yep. and and I, I think the instinctual thing is bat the ball down right but yep. like the ball was basically in his hands it's like oh dude if you had caught that no yep. one was catching you yeah god there's just there's so many the Bears tried so hard to just oh, give yeah. that game away on all fronts I really thought the Vikings were going to win with a defensive touchdown. Like I thought that they I thought they were going to score a defensive touchdown. Yeah. It did kind of feel that way for a while. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. So on the Joshua Dobbs front, here's what's interesting. So he was credited with three turnover worthy plays in this game. So PFF has obviously the, the actual turnovers. He had four interceptions, but he also almost threw a pick six. So call it four interceptions. And then, what should have been an interception, but only three turnover worthy plays. I think the play to Addison where Addison drops that ball, that is not considered a turnover worthy play that like okay. you didn't, you didn't throw that ball in a place where it should have been picked. I don't know what the other one was because the pick six one should have been, I'm trying to think like that ball he threw behind KJ, I guess maybe could have been considered not a turnover worthy play. But if you throw a ball off target in the middle of the field like that, and it bounces out like that, that's a risky throw that goes awry. So with that, though, Josh Dobbs now is tied for the league lead in turnover-worthy plays on the season. Not a yeah. good thing. Congratulations. Not a good thing. You've achieved, you, you've achieved something that m- nice job. most players Pass don't. You've gotten to the top of the list of something. And if you go to scorenorth.com slash shop, you can get right. 30% off clearance, 30% off your Pastronaut-related yeah. Purple Daily merchandise with the promo code oh. Dobbs. Soon to be re- replaced by merch that says in the nick of time. <laughs> or just mock. We should just do like mock draft merch now. Just like I new, like new, yeah, new like mock that. drafts just screen printed on hooded sweatshirts. We'll give you updates every week. Um, so, all right, let's uh, let's do our pigskin pecking order here as well, gentlemen, where we 
put together our top 10 teams. We aggregate them. And then we also tell you where the Vikings rank. The Vikings fell out of our 10 after their Broncos loss last week. We'll see where they fall now after losing to the Bears. But here's what we have, boys. Number one team in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles. Number two, the San Francisco 49ers. Number three, the Baltimore Ravens. I'll give you the top five, and then we can kind of discuss here. Kansas City Chiefs, number four. Miami Dolphins back in the five at number five. So Judd and Declan both have the Eagles number one. I have the 49ers still number one. I've had them number one now for at least two weeks. Mm -hmm. I have the Eagles number two. Judd has the Niners number two. Declan has the Chiefs at two with the Niners at three. And then Judd, you and I both have the Ravens at three. And then uh, Mm -hmm. I've got the Chiefs at four. Judd has the Chiefs at five. So we got the Chiefs kind of all over the place. Mm -hmm. For Dolphins, Judd has them four. Declan has them five. I have them seventh. I don't know. They're fine. They, 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 they tend to lose to, like, the better teams that they play, but whatever. Six Cowboys back on the rise. The Cowboys yep. beat the crap out of bad teams and yep. then lose to the good teams. So the Cowboys and the Dolphins are kind of in the same bin. Jaguars seven. Lions down to eight. Buffalo Bills, after a loss, moving back into the 10 here. And the Houston Texans staying strong. At number 10. One note on the Bills. Declan had them out of the 10. Judd, you and I saw enough in that loss to move them up to ninth. Both of us had them ninth. And Declan and I voted for the Steelers to be 10th. Yeah, they did not make do that. Make yeah, I can't do that yet. I can't. And, and I dropped I drop the Browns out. Uh, the thing with the Bills that swayed me is the point differential is sick. The point differential yeah. for the Bills oh, is yeah. absolutely Hip. unbelievable. Very cool. They are murdering teams in in point differential and that's why i put them back in my top it's weird because they they've been like this for a few years where they either beat you 35 to 6 or they lose heartbreaking games yep so it's kind of a well and they kind of a and weird they team did piss away that game yeah, they, in Philadelphia. They that, up. that was a bad loss. i mean yes that game was theirs yeah it was so where do the vikings rank I have them 14th. Judd has them 14th. Declan has them 15th. So we had them a couple weeks ago as high as like 9th, 9th, 10th. And now we've moved them right back into the middle of the pack. It is funny that this team, you never know like which direction the roller coaster is going to go, but it almost always takes you to the 8 or 9 win mark, except for last year, right? Yep. I mean, that's where we're headed right now, isn't it? We're headed to like 8 or 9 wins. And draft spot, whatever, 20. 19. Yeah. Are they going to, I mean, they're, they might lose both those games to the lions. Now, if they, you know, if the pastronauts shine has worn off and now you're just like dealing with backup quarterback situation again, what is their path to like, how many games left? So you got the two row games, you got five games left, right? Yeah. Six and six. What's your path to 10? Is there a path to 10? Four and one. Uh-huh. Can you beat Jake Browning? You should be able to beat the Raiders, beat the Bengals, split with the Lions, beat the Packers. I guess that's your path. The Raiders are playing, although they they lost, I think, what on on Sunday, but they're playing substantially better for Antonio Pierce than they did for that buffoon Josh McDaniel. So yeah, they are. That's not (laughs) not going to be. That's not an easy win now. And and you lose at home to the Bears. It's now I, like you I can't know. play the schedule game anymore. Now, no. like, 
No. And you still like to think that you're going to split with Detroit, but you're not sure of that. And like that Packers game now, which could be absolutely hilariously very key to the playoff race. Yeah. That Packers game is, I mean, Jordan Love started to play, if he continues again, started to play pretty well of late. Yep. Yeah. None of these now. You just, if you take care of business against the Bears, everything looks cleaner. Now it's like you got a bye week. You're probably going to win those road games against bad teams. And now it's like, who the hell knows what's going to happen with this team now? And you just lost back to back games that I think you can make a very good case. You should have won both. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like both those games were there for the taking. You, you again shot yourself in the foot twice. Amen. Amen. You know, you don't have to shoot yourself in the foot this food season. You can get out in front of it. You can lose weights before everyone else does. People, all these people that wait until January 1st to change their lives, Judd. Mm-mm-mm. Don't no, have no, to. no. Don't wait. In, in, in fact, take advantage right now of Livia Weight Control Centers and what they offer you. Look at that sports dad there on the left, sports dad on the right. Yeah, that's right. It's the same person. But you know what? That guy was down 40 pounds. The last 40 pounds, and, you know, I, I was uh, telling Dex this on JHS, Phil, yesterday, corresponding with a guy who had asked me a few months ago about, or about a year ago, about joining this program, and, and he's like, I want to lose weight, but I want to make sure it works. Does this work? And I said, Livia absolutely works. And guess what? He joined, got a note from him. He has reached his goal weight down more than 100 pounds now. So, like, you want to lose substantial weight, and Start now. Don't wait. Yeah, don't wait until January 1st when it's a cliche and everyone's going on diets. Start right now. And in fact, Livia's Black uh, Friday offer continues right now. It's been extended. Limited time, but 50% off the program. So you are going to get a great deal. You're going to lose weight. And by January 1st, you're going to be down, let's say, 10 to 15 pounds and feeling great. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, Livia, L-I-V-E-A.com. Amen. All right. That's a wrap on this bonus episode here. Good to have our guy back in the mix. Randy in Cottage Grove, Randy Vike 69 on Twitter. It doesn't seem in the right headspace to me. You know, we saw he did show up one time. We've met him once in person. He showed up to the state fair one time in Viking Zubas and like a Percy Harvin jersey. Yeah. And he asked a question at the microphone. And I was wondering, why is he walking like this? Like, why is he? Why is he shuffling like a penguin? Oh, because he tore both of his Achilles in a bowling incident and never got them surgically repaired. That would. And then sense. what was really painful is he ran away. So he was running like da, that. Da, da, da. Like, 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 does he have to go to the penguin. bathroom? Yeah. No, he just. Uh, no, I don't. Don't don't stop. Step drop. <laughs> don't even bring that up. Uh, Purple Daily is daily Vikings entertainment where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die.